I'm Susan Grace, and this is Be the Evidence. We are at the new moon in Leo. There's a lot of really intense energy happening at the same time around this new moon, which we're going to talk about, obviously. I'm releasing this uh, podcast um, three, a little over three hours, maybe three and a half. Uh, after the new moon perfected unintentionally I've been been working on this all day Uh, I try to do the podcast when when the moon has at least gotten into the sign that the new moon or full moon is gonna is going to happen in um, because I have so much water I can I can feel it out more whenever we're actually in the energy and um, and so that that since the new moon's at five degrees that took me um, right up to today to record the podcast. And the the first version that I did, both the podcast and the extended to all 12 signs that I do for the Be The Evidence.live members, I, something happened with the files. I couldn't convert them to a format that I can use. And, and I don't know why. Worked on it for hours. And then it was time for me to go to a reading. I had to set it down. And then I was like, well, for whatever reason, I'm going to have to re-record. And <clears throat> I've been thinking about that for a little bit before this second attempt. Why is that? Why, 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 what's going on with that? And um, I think you, maybe I've shared that in, in recent months, the, the way that I've gotten into the moon energy for a while, it was that I would set the intention the night before that in the dream state, I would say, show me the full moon or show me the new moon. And in the last couple months that has uh, moved on to, I don't need to get all the way into the dream state. I go into a liminal state, like in between the subconscious and, and conscious. And, and then I ask the same question, show me the moon. And for this one, uh, I was in there, I was in there receiving for hmm, a good two hours, maybe three hours. And I got a lot. And in the first version of this recording, I put all of that into the podcast and then I couldn't use that file. And, and I've thought about it and I, and I think it's because there is a lot in there that is not for the collective. And it makes sense to me, but it's because of my lived experience, my individual lived experience. The rest of it has to do with the collective for which I'm thankful for as well. And I'm going to share that with you. But I think that the Saturn retrograde in Aquarius, it's it's taking responsibility for your own energy. I think in the coming weeks and months, we're going to have to understand that everyone is having a very intense, possibly reactive experience in their evolution into a new way of being. And we are not to put our individual intensity onto other people unconsciously. The things that I was talking about not everyone needs to consider them. It doesn't apply to everyone. So just, I need to take responsibility for that and not, and not spread intensity that need not be spread. And I think that that is a consideration for all of us when we are in, I mean, really wild energy, it's mercury in Leo square Uranus. I mean, that, that can have like really big out of nowhere decisions or ideas or things that you want for yourself, it can also bring reactive arguments. It's super intense. Mercury and Leo is squaring the South node. You can have people get really like, um, really inflated on 
on what they think and what they want. And then there might be some shadow involved. That's not what happened with me, but it, it can happen. And the opposition of Mercury uh, and Leo to Mars South Node and Aquarius is take responsibility for your own energy. So we're in a fixed cross in the middle of the new moon in Leo. And that fixed cross is going to hold for another couple of weeks because right now Mercury is igniting it. And then sun moon's going to cross over Mercury and, and sun is going to eventually get to this point too. So this energy is still holding. You're probably going to witness things in your own life and things in the collective that are going to be, uh, it's going to be, uh, this is what Uranus shows up. This is how, how it sounds to me when it shows up. It's when you go, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> what what <laughs> like things don't make sense it gets wild and it's really important to stay in integrity with your own energy what you truly find valuable and important to uh understand that we're all in this together that we all matter as individuals but we we are moving quickly into the future of we find ourselves we find each other and when you're in the middle of finding yourself in a brand new way, going into a future forward version of yourself and finding a different way of living that you have not recognized before, the way that you live in the future is not going to be what you've seen so far. It's really important, I think, that we all honor each other's process. All right. So having said all that, uh, new moon in Leo is trining Jupiter in in Aries, when I recorded this earlier, Jupiter was not yet retrograde. Since this morning, it has gone retrograde. So Jupiter retrograde in Aries, trine uh, sun and moon, new moon in Leo, and also square Venus in Cancer. Jupiter retrograde in Aries is going to go back into Pisces. It will go direct November 23rd. That is going to be an evaluation on the actions that we've taken and the faith that we've held about our beliefs about life. Have they been correct? And feeding into the new moon and Leo is if they're incorrect, do something about it. The, the, the trine from Leo to Jupiter and, and Jupiter square to, to cancer, Venus and cancer is that looks like brave vulnerability to me. You are vulnerable because you're human and you feel. We need to not forget to feel. Making decisions and taking action in life without feeling is how we get into trouble. You, are, you have exposed vulnerable feelings. You're also brave within them. Who's coming to save the day? You are. Whose day are you coming to save? Your own. <laughs> okay? Here you are to save the day and it's your day. And, it, and then obviously the people around you and that spreads to the community around you and that adds to the collective. It just keeps building. But we don't, we're, we're, not, we're not relying on somebody else to come in and adjust things in life that need to be adjusted. So I had three different things that I saw in that liminal state earlier today. One of them, I'm going to, I'll tell you a couple of themes within them, but I'm going to keep it to myself because I, I, I do think it's, it has to do with me individually. Although I'll share the parts that I think are important to, to consider. But the first one um, again, this one's personal, but the end of it, I think, was collective. I, I, was, uh, I was in a liminal state within a liminal state. So it was being in a place where time and space stops that people intentionally go to to figure out what the hell is happening. And so I was there for, by choice for several reasons. But <clears throat> towards the, the end of a, a lot of things happening in there, uh, I felt like someone had stolen my hat. 
<laughs> someone stole my hat and it was um it was a knit hat it was a knit winter hat and i felt like a woman in there had stolen my hat and i said give me my hat and she looked at me like i don't know what you're talking about and i said look i know you stole my hat i don't care that you did i just want it back i, I want my hat back and there was and she was like i no i don't know what you're talking about and i said just give me the hat and she refused there was another woman who had her own knit hat on by the way okay she said you don't need that hat and i was like it's my hat i need the hat and i want it back and so so this went on for a little bit and then uh the woman in her own knit hat she said you're inside you don't need the hat and it's not even winter it's summer you do not need that hat and i was just like stubborn because i'm a scorpio and the woman who i thought stole my hat she reached into her jacket and she started handing me essential items like saline solution for my contacts, a pair of socks, toothpaste and toothbrush. First of all, I don't know how she got all that in her jacket, but that's what she was handing me instead of the hat. And I looked at it and I was like, what, what is going on? And that was the end of it. We'll come back to that. The next one was uh, a bull in a field. Taurus literally is the bull in the field. And uh, this bull in the field outside of the barn where it lived uh, had some grassy, but not much because it's Texas and the grass is burning here. I mean, it's, it's all going dormant, but anyway, it was, it was living outside of its barn trying to chew grass. And then, but it was also about to die of thirst um, because it hadn't rained in a long time. And the farmer who, who's supposed to be taking care of it <clears throat> hadn't been there in at least a week to bring more water. And so uh, the bull is like, oh my God, I'm really thirsty. And so it could see from where it was in its place in the field that across the way, there was a really big pond with lots of trees around it that provided plenty of shade to both the pond and for shelter. The bull wouldn't need a barn. It could live under the trees. And so the bull is like, maybe I should go over to that pond. And then the bull is like, well, am I even going to make it to the pond? And then it's like, well, there's only one way to find out. And so the bull started walking over to the pond. Now, the bull doesn't gallop. Taurus bulls do not gallop. They make their way. They, they, they set aside on what they want to do, and they just head in that direction. But it's not, at a, it's not at a stampede. So the bull got halfway from the, um, the barn area to the pond, and all of a sudden it started raining. A lot. Raining a lot. And the bull was like, son of a bitch, I could have stayed there. Should I turn back? Maybe I should go back to the barn. And then it was like, no, you're not going back to the barn. You're going to the pond. Keep going. You're almost there. Go on. That's your new life. You're going over there. You decided that's where you're going. Don't worry about it. Just keep going. So the bull got to the pond and it stopped raining. It didn't even rain that long. I mean, thank God it didn't go back to the barn. And then there was plenty of water and shelter and relief from the heat, from the shade. And the, cow, the bull was like, I am so glad that I kept going. This is a way better life. And the bull looked back at where it used to live. And from the perspective of the pond, that barn was about to collapse. It was so old. It wasn't going to support it anymore. It had to go to the pond. It just didn't know why. Well, aside from dying of thirst. <laughs> but also the, <laughs> its shelter was actually going to fall. All right. The third, which I'm not going to go into because it's, it's 
it's too many personal references that don't have anything to do with the collective. But one of the things that I took out of it as is you need alliances. You, you can't just do everything by yourself. You need to, we find ourselves, we find each other. We find ourselves is know that you're important, know that your happiness matters, know what's valuable and important to you. And we find each other is we, we find each other in what aligns with that. We all are going to have to find each other. It is a visionary future forward kind of way. Everyone going their own way individually is not going to work in the evolving world that's happening in front of us. Very rapidly, we're going to have to learn how to find each other and share resources and help each other out and get through whatever we need to get through. It's really important. Okay. So it's about resources. It's about letting go of things that you're holding on to that you know you don't need. You don't need that hat. You don't need it. I mean, I don't even wear hats. I have no idea why I was hung up on that hat. Anyway, let go of the things that are already done over and you don't need. Let go of your fear about going into the unknown. You're going to be fine. You know that's a better, higher higher quality of life. Just go. If you need to make adjustments, you will. It's about finding the resources that you need and knowing that those resources are available. They are. And it's about we find ourselves, we find each other. That's the fixed cross. That's the new moon. That's Jupiter now retrograde involved. That's Venus and Cancer involved. All of it at the same time. This is really important. And it's going to hold for a while. I mean, just this energy today is going to hold for um, for a couple weeks. And then as we go through the rest of the year, I mean, we're going to have another Mercury retrograde. We're going to get into Mars retrograde. We're going to have eclipses between the Scorpio and Taurus axis before Jupiter goes direct. I mean, it's, it's going to be more and more. And what's going to happen along the way is an evaluation of, am I where I need to be? And you'll have to make adjustments along the way. Things are going to pop up that surprise you. We're probably going to see some things in the collective that we did not see coming. You will see things in your everyday life that you, you did not see coming. And you will have to know that you are adaptable and teachable. And along the way, we're going to have stress tests. I mean, stress tests or anytime you implement a new system or a, a new like way of going, like whenever you open a new store or a new restaurant or you, you have new tech for a department or you install a new server or whatever, you have a stress test to see if there's anything within the new setup of a system or, um, or how you've, you've, you've laid out a new plan. You have a stress test to see if there's anything that you missed or you forgot or that needs to be adjusted so that whenever you rely on it going forward, you've already fixed those kinks. You've already worked them out. Stress tests are going to be happening along the way. And that's okay. You, you want stress tests. You want to be able to say, yeah, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that needed to be fixed, and now I'm going to fix it. What's happening is that in 2021, you, um, you probably heard me say that there's going to be a splitting of worlds. In 2022, it's an actual splitting of worlds. The old ways that you used to live don't hold anymore. What you used to find valuable and important, it's not true anymore. The stories that you tell yourself, the old way of being, isn't holding. You're moving into a new way of being. It was around the first of the year <clears throat> whenever uh, Venus was going through her retrograde cycle, which was 
super intense. Um, if you, if you've been following me for a while, you may remember me saying around the first of the year, like January into February, that the future forward version of you and your future forward life that will now stand the test of time feels weird to you at the moment. You don't know how to get to it. However, within weeks or, you know, possibly months, but more like, more like weeks, it's going to be the old version of you that starts to feel weird that you're going to look back and go, I can't believe I used to live that way. And sure as shit that happened. And now we're getting into actually setting up the future forward way of living, like all the way down to the studs. Like Pluto is retrograde. It'll, um, it'll go direct later in the year, but it is, it's showing you where systemically, structurally, rule-based, expectation-based, you're having to rework, rework a lot of things because the, the assumptions you had before and the things that you relied on before that you thought were going to last forever just aren't. And so rearranging those things based on a revamp of what you find valuable and important, probably new relationships, probably a new, um, a new goal or a focus or um, an intention of where you want to go in the long term is changing and you're changing with it. The problem is that, you know, with, 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 with North Node and Uranus and Mars coming to a triple conjunction that is, I mean, your North Node hits Uranus at 18, July 31st, Mars joins them at 18 degrees on August 1st, July 31st to August 1st. That is being willing to go your own way and, and being like surprised by how you're having to sincerely go in a new way about what you find valuable and important and getting the resources that you need. Everyone is getting worked up about what you find valuable and important. It's not just you. It's everyone on the planet. Everyone with the Leo energy is, is looking at and considering that you matter, your happiness matters, that you get to have the life that you want for yourself. Believe in yourself, aim higher. Everyone has irrational fears, ghosts in the closet, things that haunt them, things they're holding on to that you don't need anymore. Everyone, everyone is having to take responsibility for their own energy. When you have everyone under that fixed cross, the intentions behind the people in that energy matters greatly. And so there, there will probably be a lot of reactivity, arguments, confrontation, and that's before we even get Mars into Gemini and into its retrograde cycle. So it's, <clears throat> it's getting into integrity and, and alignment with what you find valuable and important and having it be with the highest intention of moving into a better and higher way of being, no matter how many challenges and problems and issues we have to face along the way. And moving out of an old way of being that does not serve you anymore. Embrace vulnerability because you're the one who's going to change your life. Nobody else is. Adaptable and teachable. We find ourselves, we find each other. Be willing to evolve because the future version of you is calling. Thank you for joining me this week. 
If you'd like ongoing support outside of these podcasts, you're invited to register as a member at BeTheEvidence.Live and receive your invitation to join all of our community in the new app, which we are very excited about. You can also schedule one-on-one time with me at SusanGrace.org. We'll talk again soon.